Do you go with the flow? Join us each week as we take one topic from classical Christian education and ask ourselves whether or not we're going with the flow. Well, welcome everybody to Going With The Flow, a River Academy podcast. I'm Tyler Howitt. And I'm Eric DeBreeze. And with us today, we have one of our teachers, Ashley Kempel. Hey, how are you Hey, doing? how are you doing? All right, well, welcome, Ashley. Uh, today, we have uh, a topic we are really, really excited about. It's something that I think both Eric and I, and I think most of the parents at our school would agree. Um, we have something that is pretty unique to um, classical Christian education, and that the River Academy actually does incredibly well. We do house system. We have a house system here at, at the River Academy. Um, if you, and I'm, I hope I don't turn everybody off with this, but if you think of Harry Potter and how there were four houses there in, uh, in Harry Potter, um, we, we uh, have a house system of our own. Um, and, and what that does is let us uh, have a good community, let us, um, our kids get to know one another um, really well, have some good fellowship and mentoring. Um, so though, what we want to do today is have a conversation with Ashley, who is the person who's kind of uh, the, the woman behind the curtain, the one who runs it all. Um, and so I'm going to kind of actually step back and Eric is going to interview Ashley and kind of talk to her about um, what has worked with the house system, what, um, what makes us unique and, uh, and why we love it so much. So I might jump in with some, some answers but, uh, or some of my own ideas, but um, largely it's going to be them. So take it away, Eric. Thanks, Tyler. Well, um, you know, I started, uh, we started the house system probably about seven years ago, uh, and we really started it with big visions, but not a lot of plans. And I would say that the first three years were largely uh, one fizzled experiment after another. We would kick it off really strong at our Tall Timber retreat, and then it would kind of fizzle by about October to, to the point where after about three years, it was a joke. Uh, and the kids even kind of laughed about it. Um, and so then, Ashley, I'm going to have you kind of pick up the history since then because I think we've done a pretty good job the last, well, I know that we've done a great job and you have been a huge part of that, Ashley, of making it awesome. So pick up where I left out from the fizzled experiment of house to where we actually started to gain some traction. Okay, so at that point, um, we had a secondary um principal basically come in, Mr. Warren, and he really stepped in and started to solidify some of our traditions. And uh, he at that point took the house system to three houses, and we have continued with those three houses over the past four years since I have been in charge of running the house system. And we have kind of taken some of those things and run with it, and it's become a thing that even our elementary students are excited and can't wait to get to secondary to uh, be part of. And um, this is my fourth year, and with the growth that we've seen in secondary, we are actually now this year adding a fourth house because we have so many students. And um, that kickoff and students knowing what house they will be in will occur at Tall Timber this next week, which is very exciting. That is really exciting, Ashley. It's been fun for me to see how much uh, growth has, has occurred just uh, as a result of house over the last four years. Super excited about that. So um, what 
are some of the greatest benefits that you have seen uh, from the house system just in your time of leadership? Well, um, because we are such a small school, we have some things that are unique to us. Um, we, because we're a small school, can um, add joy in in this way. So we have 7th through 12th graders that are all in one house. And um, we've seen students that have stepped up to leadership. We've seen some relationships that have crossed the grade levels since our students are typically in the same classes with the same students all day with their grade level. This has been a fun way for students to get to know and enjoy students across the grade levels. So as your administrator, I've watched you put a ton of time into house. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, in terms of man hours uh, on a weekly basis, it takes up a lot of your time to, to make it run well. Is it worth it? Okay, so we had some skeptics at first thinking, okay, are we actually going to take an entire hour out of our week to do something like the house system? Um, those skeptics are some of the people that now uh, text me, call me, and give me some ideas for house games. They are completely bought in. So I think if we have turned over the skeptics to um, now being completely part of this culture builder, uh, I think that it's probably worth the time. And yes, there's tons of hours spent doing it, but um, the joy that fills these halls on Fridays and the laughter and the screams are all worth it. Yeah, I would totally agree. I, uh, I've even had people, uh, people question me about, uh, about giving you time in a week. You know, you as one of our teachers saying, okay, I'm actually going to pull you out of the classroom to have you focus specifically on doing house. And I've had people say, you're a school. Is that really worth it? And I can say without a doubt that, uh, that, that, uh, it has been totally worth it and, and worth all of the effort that's been put into it. So it's, I think that I would agree with you. One of the things that I would say, and maybe this is something you guys are going to get to later, but is would you then say that's something that separates us from other schools or that, that makes us distinct in the fact that it's we're not always simply focused on academics and, and house actually kind of helps with that? Yeah, uh, high school, for instance, is not just about taking classes. Of course, that is a huge part of what we do. But um, the fact that we're a small school, we can't necessarily offer some of the things the big high schools can offer. And um, now we have we also have something that they can't offer. The house system is something that will only be able to fly at a smaller school. And so, I think the fact that um, this is something we can do and can't necessarily be done on a really large scale is something that makes us unique. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ashley, so um, part of getting the house system off the ground here at the River Academy has required you interacting with other classical schools. What have you what have you observed as you've interacted with different classical schools? Uh, some of them who are doing house well, and some of them some of them maybe not as well. What are some things that you've observed? What do you think we're doing well, and what are some areas that you think we could maybe grow in? Okay, so um, though Mr. Howitt decided to uh, cite Harry Potter at the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> this uh, house system actually goes back to a lot of East Coast schools. Um, 
schools in Europe, they uh, have different houses to try to help their large schools become smaller in a way. And um, this is an idea that goes back um, a long time. And a lot of other classical Christian schools are interested in creating a house system because of the history of that being part of schools for many years. Uh, but most of them don't really know how to get it up and going. So um, most of the schools that I have interacted with have kind of made some attempts at getting a house system going, and most of them haven't been completely successful. So I do have other schools that are contacting me at different times asking what we're doing, how we get the students to buy in, and we really have kind of taken it from where it was teacher-led to a point where students are now leading. They're the ones that are creating the momentum and they're the ones that are excited about it and moving the ball forward. I'm just kind of behind giving them a good push. Um, as far as other schools in our area that have house systems, there is one school in Idaho that has a house system up and running that we've talked with and they do competitions. But as far as student buy-in, um, they actually aren't quite at the place we're at. Um, and other schools in our area, not many others have a house system that is fully up and functioning. So you mentioned, Ashley, uh, that it's almost to the place where the students are taking it over completely. And I know that's, that's you're, giving, you're giving lots of, I know that there's a ton of work that you do behind the scenes uh, to make that possible, but, but you, you're highlighting something that I think is really interesting and unique and that is that the students are really taking taking ownership. They're taking leadership. And of course, part of our mission at the River Academy is to educate the next generation of Christian leaders. And the house system is one of the ways that those students have an opportunity to, to start expressing their leadership skills. So how, how, how do you see that happening? How do you see students taking leadership through the house system? Okay, so this is something that's really one of the most exciting parts to me about house is I have three leaders from each house. So given that we have four houses this year, that's now 12 leaders. Um, and they kind of, well, they help me plan. They try to come up with new ideas while keeping some of our traditions going, um, kind of tweak some of the rules so that it functions a little better each year. Um, they help manage lunch meetings with their houses. And they're to the point where I sometimes have to rein them in a little bit because they're coming up with so many ideas that they want to do extras outside of class. They want to um, bring the younger kids in and meet completely outside of school. On the weekend, they want to get together with the younger kids. And um, the, these kids are kind of get, getting this confidence and I, I see them leading not just here at the school then as house leaders, but they're also taking it out side of the school and I see them leading at church in different ways. I see them leading in the community or in the activities that they're involved with. So giving them a space here to be able to lead has been exciting because they're taking that and they're running with it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think uh, it's, it's, we all want for our students to go out and to be leaders, but it's, uh, sometimes it's a little bit tricky to figure out how do we let them lead? How do we actually give them the freedom to, to tr test it out a little bit? I mean, nobody becomes a leader without trial and error, right? Nobody becomes a leader. Uh, you know, some people are naturally gifted at it, but but everybody has to learn the, the, the 
you know, kind of the gifts and skills necessary to lead. And I think house is a beautiful training ground to actually make that happen. So yeah, I, I think that's a really cool part. Actually, one thing to add to that. So we, I meet with the leaders only on Mondays and that's a way that we can obviously plan, but then also reflect how did it go? What did you learn? What can you do better next time? And uh, Mrs. Griffith is starting in this year as well, and she'll be doing one or two leadership training classes during those Monday meetings. So we're taking it really to the next level with the leadership stuff this year and almost adding not necessarily a curriculum, but some more elements to that leadership so that uh, these students have more tools to be able to go out and lead. Yeah, I... uh... I'm, I'm really excited for this year. I'm excited for the way that you and, uh, and Tanya are going to continue to shape these students into leaders. And, you know, one of the other things, this is just a side note, but one of the other things that I think is, has been really interesting about the house, the way that the house system develops leaders is that it takes students that you wouldn't necessarily pick out to be leaders and it gives them opportunities to lead and, and allows them uh, the this safe place to step up and kind of try out their leadership skills. And uh, I'm thinking of a couple of seniors this year who, if you were to pick them out of a crowd, you would never say this student is a natural born leader. And yet they're in house leadership and they're they're really exemplifying the qualities of a good leader, even though they maybe don't have those those traits naturally just inside of themselves. So um, I'm going to, we, uh, one of the, one of the reasons that we started the house system a long time ago, seven years ago, uh, and like I said, kind of ineffectively, uh, but one of the reasons we started it is we wanted to retain more of our students. We wanted to retain more of our secondary students. And so Ashley, uh, what has been the result? What have we seen uh, as far as retention? Are we retaining more of our secondary students these days? Well, I'm a numbers person, so this part is fun for me. Um, we, five years ago, had 64 students in the secondary, which is a lot of kids, but not anywhere close to where we are at now. Uh, last year, we had 94 students in the secondary, which is a huge growth in those five years. And then from last year to this year, we had a 19% growth, which is enormous, and have 112 kids in the secondary. So I, I feel like our secondary students are some of our best advertisers. They're the ones that are going out and saying, I really like my school. I like what we do. This house system thing's pretty fun. My teachers are awesome. Uh, the retention is coming from our students who are advertising for us. I like my school, you wanna come and join us. That is probably the best uh, the best thing that I could say uh, has been the result of House is that we have, we've started to retain more students. And, and really, Ashley remembers this, but we were all, uh, as, a, as a whole secondary staff, we knew that, that what we were teaching was really good. But we were on average losing about 20% of our secondary students between 7th and, and 12th grade. And this year, we lost 3.6% of our secondary students. So we've made a huge turnaround in terms of uh, the number of students that we're retaining. And I think House, and specifically Ashley's leadership in House, has been a huge part of that retention. So you guys, I think you've, I don't know if you know these numbers off the top of your head, but you've before told us that um, like what the what the average 
uh, attrition rate, the average number of students that we lose, where do we compare uh, now into like to the national average or to what you're supposed to lose? So uh, anything under 10% uh, is considered good. So if you are, uh, you know, if you're retaining uh, 90% of your student population, you're in, in a private school, uh, you're considered to be a healthy school. And uh, we are, well, like I said, we're 3.6% in our secondary. And overall as a school, we're at 92%. So we're, we're definitely doing uh, a, good, a good job of, of retaining our students. So um, actually a couple more questions here before we wrap it up. So uh, we're, we're big on core values here. Uh, we've got four values. We're Christian, we're classical, we're relational, and we're joyful. And we really do want to push all of those values into the corners of our institution. Uh, how do you see that the house system uh, encouraging those values at the River Academy? Or maybe even, you know, kind of a, another question, and you can pick kind of which of these you answer, but, um, you know, what, what values do you feel like are most enhanced of our core values with the house system? The four values are Christian, classical, joyful, and relational. And of course, um, we're, we're Christian and classical along the way, but really the focus here for house is uh, joyful and relational. Um, putting uh, over 20 kids that are mixed from 7th through 12th grade in a house, having them eat lunch together, and then do run around, do activities together, and laugh together, create together, that that just builds joy and that builds relationship. Uh, so this has been a way outside the classroom that we've really seen growth in these two areas. And if someone is filled with joy and relating to all the people around them, they're gonna they're gonna want to be at school and they're gonna want to participate. So this culture of joy and relationship is something that has also helped with our retention. Ashley, it kind of sounds like you just mentioned the F word um, in, in uh, Christian schools. And no, you're, you're not thinking what I'm thinking. It's, it's, it's the word fun. Do you think that, don't you think that part of the, the house system is just plain fun and that that is actually a good thing for us as Christians to be doing in a Christian school? I would think that Christ would like us to be having fun. He, we are his children. And um, being a parent myself, uh, there's nothing better than to see your child having fun and being completely filled with joy. And I know it's a second to being a parent, but being a teacher, I consider these students my kids. And to see my kids, meaning my students, being filled with joy and having fun, and a 16-year-old running around and being silly as if they were an elementary school child just brings joy to me as well. Amen. So... Uh, what are your favorite, what are your, like, what are your favorite house activities? If you think back on all the best things we've ever done, what are some of your favorites? Okay, so we have, we have our ones that we keep coming back to that the kids will never let me get rid of. Um, we, <laughs> one, one of the best ones that we do is synchronized swimming on land. These students have swim caps and they are swimming on land behind a blue piece of paper. It's hilarious, and uh, that's to one like of my weird '80s soundtracks. Two very strange soundtracks that they pick. They mm -hmm. might possibly get stranger each year, um, but seeing you know a 17-year-old boy 
dancing synchronized swimming routine with a bunch of seventh graders is pretty funny. So that's one of my favorites. Uh, Hungry Hippo, which is life size on land, that, that one's pretty great too. Um, this, this Friday, before our students have houses, we do a, a competition of sorts with classes. So it's the seventh graders and the eighth graders together. And we are teacher hunting this Friday. So that means that our teachers will be hiding out in the orchard that is ours up by the Presbyterian Church. And our students will be running around looking for them. And that just does not happen at other schools. Uh, the teachers are excited. They're bringing camo. Uh, the students are excited. They get to run around with their friends and look for their teachers. It's, it's a pretty fun one as well. So the point of this podcast is uh, to answer the question, are we going with the flow uh, culturally? So Ashley, what do you think? Are we going with the flow or are we swimming upstream? Well, given that we're one of the few schools that have a house system in the Northwest for classical Christian schools, we are definitely swimming upstream, uh, but it's become easier and easier to swim upstream because I think we have a whole school of fish, if you will, <laughs> pulling the same direction. And um, I, I was really doing a ton of the work pulling everybody upstream at first. And now uh, the kids are leading and we've got a ton of momentum. And it, it, I think maybe saying it's easy is not quite the right statement, but w the momentum is going and we are, uh, we're making some wins. Yeah, absolutely. So we are swimming upstream culturally, but we but now that we've made these gains, it is definitely like you said, we've got a school of fish that are swimming with us and that makes it a lot easier. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for being on our podcast and thank you even more for investing in our students through the house system. It's been hugely valuable for our school, for our students and even for my own students. Uh, personally, my own children. So thank you. And again, thank you for being on our podcast. And we will see you, or I guess we will talk with you next week. Thanks for listening to Going With The Flow, a River Academy podcast. Follow us on Facebook at The River Academy and find us online at www.theriveracademy.org. Also, rate and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you.